That way it's, it stays Hello? at the same distance all the time. I guess. But doesn't that feel weird? It does, but you get used to it all the time. Remember that show, um, Everybody Loves Raymond? I'm familiar. The big, the big brother? Yeah. He always touched his chin with his food before he ate it. <laughs> why? <laughs> Do you remember why? I think it was just a childhood habit. <laughs> That's bizarre. I don't like this. <laughs> all right. Well, if you're wondering what we're talking about, we have our microphones on our chin to keep the distance equal. That's right. Also, I just realized I can't move on this chair because it sounds like farts. Okay. <laughs> but we'll know it's not that. Yeah. So in case you hear something that sounds like a fart, it's not. That's right. Yeah. I'd like to take the credit for this, though, though. But uh, um, I can't. For the chin thing? Or for, for the, the chin thing. Oh, okay. Not for the farts, but the, oh, for the okay. chin thing. <laughs> okay, good. You can take the credit for it. It's inspired by... I used to work for uh, a company, and the CEO of the company, anytime he did public speaking, this mm -hmm. is exactly what he did. Seriously? Uh, and I think it was a nervous twitch. Yeah, yeah. I think if you put something on your face like that, you're focusing on that True. area. Yeah. I just saw this thing on the internet, and this therapist who also has anxiety says that when she gets anxiety, she holds onto ice cubes oh. and, like, moves them around in her hands because your brain can't think about two things simultaneously. So, like, it can only think about the ice being cold in her hand. Well. So it makes you think not think about the anxiety. And she put... Ice in both hands? Yes. See, if you're a guy, you only have to put ice in one hand because we can only do one thing at a time. That's exactly right because guys are <laughs> stupid and simple-minded. <laughs> well, we can't carry on a conversation with more than one person. It's impossible. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said it and not me. It's <laughs> <laughs> <How>, okay. <laughs> how do you think the sound is? I think it sounds good. We're going you, with it. So. You want to do a sound check? Uh, I guess. So anyways. So anyways. We did a sound check, and it sounds pretty good. Yeah, it sounds good. We checked it twice, and this is as good as it's going to get. That's right. And that's pretty much it. So, <laughs> so if you stuck it out this long, <laughs> this is the low cast. That's right. Strap <laughs> it on. I was going to ask you when we were going to do the intro. Well, there it is. There it is. That's Ozzy. And that's Lauren. And we have one more guest today. That's right. She's new. She's spunky. She's two years old, and she's blonde. <laughs> and her hair color is actually changing a little bit, too, as the winter is coming on. I know. Oh, you love to talk about her winter coat. Do you want to I introduce do. her? So Keep it short and sweet. I will. You always ramble on about these things. All right. So we've <laughs> tried to adopt a dog. We've got Lucy Lou right beside us. Mm -hmm. And Lucy Lou is new, five weeks old with us, but she's about two years old. Right. But we applied to three different adoption agencies probably right around the first week of March. Mm -hmm. And then just about eight weeks ago, we started getting some calls about availability of dogs. And... On August 16th, we went to go look at Lucy Lou, and it was instant chemistry. Instant chemistry. Instant She's chemistry. literally the cutest dog ever, and she has the best personality. That's right. And, you know, it was Peggy, my wife, and I went to go look at Lucy, and we took Lauren's dog, Mimi. Mm -hmm. And Mimi's been with us since she was born. Right. And she's three years old. She's a golden lab. And it was instant sisters. They were the best instantly. of friends. Instantly. It and that's amazing. when we knew. Yeah. And it's been the best case scenario ever since. Yeah, the good friends. They really are. They are. So yeah. that if you hear us talking about Lucy, she's our new dog. Lucy Lou. Yep. And Mia. Bella yeah. Mia. So it's been good. It's been a good adjusting. Yep. You guys are now no longer grand dog parents. You That's are just right. dog parents. Dog parents. I know. And I think this happens for a lot of people, but anybody who has a dog, their dad tells them, no, we're not getting a dog. And then when you do it anyways, you realize that the dog and your dad become best of friends and no longer like you anymore. <laughs> so it's always, that's always how it goes. All right. So Lauren's venting, I think, a little bit. 
I'm just being honest. You I think are. a lot of people can relate to this. It's very frustrating because the one person who doesn't want the dog ends up loving the dog the most, and in return, the dog also ends up loving he or she the most. Well, that's true. But you got to remember, she was home with me all the time. I guess, but now I the tables have the turned. House. Now we have tables have turned. Yes. So there is a bright side to COVID, right? Yeah. You get to work at home and spend all that time with me now. Exactly. And I think a lot of people are getting dogs for that reason now. That's true. Because they have more time to spend with the dog. That's right. And if you're going to be miserable at home, you might as well be miserable at home with oh, your dog. Oh, no, that's sad. <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> well, dogs make things a lot less miserable. They make things happy. They unless, sure do. Unless they are trash pickers. Oh. And Lucy actually was found in a dumpster in Mississippi. Oh. Uh, so we've had her for five weeks, and she was transported to a foster home in Rhode Island about two weeks prior to that. So she's been up in New England for seven weeks now. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, she was in Mississippi. And she was found in a dumpster down there. So we have no idea what her past life was. But oh. she really is a cool, calm, collected little puppy. Right, but she does like to dig through garbage. She does like to dig through garbage. Yes, she has no shame about that. That's right. This morning we walked out and it looked like a family of raccoons had visited our kitchen. It was amazing. <laughs> just one just one raccoon, and her name is Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do anything with her. I mean, because she looks so damn cute. I and know. She's got a dog that keeps her snout pointing down and her eyes facing up. Oh. So you see the whites of her eyes And down it below. really is the puppy and dog, it's the sad eyes. dog eyes. Oh, <laughs> and you can never get mad at that. You can't. Oh. She's a happy puppy. Well, look at that. She's good. Isn't it great having a dog? It is. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's been good. It's been a good addition for us. I love that. Anything else has gone on? Nothing really, I feel like, right? Nothing really. Just kind of kicking back and uh, working out of the house, being safe, being okay. healthy, trying. There you go. Yeah. I love that. I have a few questions. I feel like we could just dive right in. Sure. Well, I'm they're ready. not really like... Well, I guess I feel like a lot of people right now are really stressed out about child care and like what to do with their kids right now. Yeah. And it may got me thinking, like, what would you have done? Well, I guess it was different for you because you've always worked remotely, so maybe you wouldn't have had an issue with this. But if you had kids in, like, middle school right now, yeah, like, what, like, what would be the situation? I so feel like a lot of people are like, if they work from home, that's fine, but then do you get tutors for your kids? Like, what would you do? Yeah, that's a very good question. And first off, my own, my own situation personally when you kids were all younger, in grade school age, mm-hmm. I did an awful lot of traveling. Even though I did you know, work remotely, I was gone you know, four or five nights a week. So right. mom was basically raising you guys on But if own. that was happening now, but if you that was wouldn't happening have now, been traveling. If, if I had young children now, mm-hmm. uh, or if I had grandchildren now, I would certainly try to persuade everybody just to stay home right. and not go to school. I think, you know, just don't take the chance. For a couple of, you know, obviously because of the kid, you don't want the, you don't want the child exposed to COVID and uh, you don't want them to get exposed. Even though they may not get sick, they're still going to go ahead and carry it home, right. you know, to other family members. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I was, I would be, I would be homeschooling. Absolutely today. Yeah. There's no question. Well, you wouldn't necessarily be, well, I guess, I guess you're right about homeschooling, but they would still get remote learning with their teachers. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I get that. That's a very controversial subject because some people, which I kind of agree with too, is like their kids, like they feel like their kids are missing out on like the social aspect, especially with like younger kids. 
No, there's there, no question about yeah. that. Yeah. So it's like you're taking that away too. Not you personally, but like that's something to think about. But, you know, the other side of that, the, the positive side of that is kids staying home long, more with their parents. They're, you know, there's no more sports mm-hmm. programs or, you know, dance programs or things like that where, you know, kids get into groups. So you have to do things. Families are almost forced to do things uh, together, right? Yes. And it's true. bringing back the family value, which I think this country basically kind of lost sight of a little bit over the past generation. You know, it's a very good perspective. I don't want to get too deep because we are seriously lighthearted. That's true. We like to keep you know, it light, so I don't get but down also into the serious. Weeds. Yeah, right. I get it. That's yeah. okay. You can be honest. Yeah. Well, it's good to know. Which also got me thinking about my next question for you. Okay. I forgot the question. Must <laughs> <laughs> not. Okay, I forgot the question, but now I remember the question. Um, okay, so obviously, I'm one of four. What is the best thing about being a parent and also the least best thing about being a parent? I don't want to say the worst, but also if it's the worst, it's the worst. And this can go for, like, it's very, it can be very general if if you have it. Yeah, well, you know, every parent wants the best for their children. They They want their children to do, be more successful and happier than they were, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's nice to go ahead and instill good, basic values into your children. And it's nice to see that carry on, get translated into the children, right? Mm -hmm. So some of the things that are, you know, that are important to you are still important to them. So that's one of the that's one of the good things about being a parent. That's nice. That must be like rewarding. It is to see. It is. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So they get to carry on and be good people. That uh-huh. is assuming the parents are good people. Right. I mean, they could, be, could be tricky. You know, but yeah. uh, I won't get into you. But <laughs> that's right. good. Thank you. Um, and then one of the uh, concerning things, not bad things or anything like that, but one of the concerning things is uh, you know when your kids are suffering, uh, going through you know whatever it might be, you know. Uh, whether it's a health issue, uh, employment issues, uh, things at school, uh, challenging social environment, those things kind of hurt a little bit. And you wish you could do something for them yeah. other than just support them. Right. But some of those things they have to navigate on their own too. True. You know? But that's all you I can bet be I can just think about like if, like when I, like you know when like kids get bullied and stuff and they come home crying from oh, school, like absolutely. when I used to do that, <laughs> I can only just imagine you want to like punch that stupid kid in the face that made me cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> or their know, parents. <laughs> But the thing is, just like COVID, right, we all know we're going to get through this. And that right. kid that was a bully, you know, in that one grade or a couple of years mm-hmm. is eventually going to go ahead and move on as right. is you. Right. And uh, as long as it makes you, you know, stronger and wiser in the end, mm-hmm. you know, um, even, you know, m- myself through my career, you run into all different kinds of people, good people, bad people, and different people, et cetera, et cetera. And especially the people that you work for. Right? You try to emulate and adopt all the good qualities about them, and you learn from the bad qualities about them. And mm-hmm. that's every situation through life. That's so profound. It is. That's a really good advice. So even when you meet somebody, which I totally get, you meet, like, for a manager example, like, mm-hmm. if you have a manager and you do the same thing, like, oh, I really like how they do that, and I respect the way that they handled that situation. But I don't really like the way that they talk to this person. I don't know. That's true. You kind of... Yeah, you take the good with the good, and then you learn from the bad. That's right. And you move on. And then if you're a good person, generally, deep down inside, you're going to be good to others. That's true. And people, your your direct reports will be loyal to you. That's a good point. Yeah. And going back to the bully situation, in any situation, if somebody treats you poorly, and then the way that you feel, you're like, I don't want somebody else to feel that way that I felt. So... 
in a way you it makes you want to be a better person because you don't want people to feel badly like how you felt exactly when the bully right. was bullying you. That's right. What is, that's right. That's life. empathy. Oh, look at that. <laughs> huh. You learned something new. <laughs> well, that was pretty much my only questions for you today. I feel that like was it. yeah, I wanted to keep it short and sweet and concise. Yeah. Um, but that was really helpful. Okay. And I think so, a lot of people can relate to that. So I've worked remotely yes. basically my entire career. Mm-hmm. And you are doing it now for the past six months. Yeah. So how are you dealing with that? Um, I really like it. I like not having to commute into work. That's a big one. That's a big one. You save a lot of money on gas, parking, stress Stress. (laughs) of traffic. That's right. Um, I like it, though. I feel like you do miss, like, that chatter in the hallways. Like, you walk by and you see somebody, like, oh, how's it going? And I will agree, I was talking to, while I was listening in on a, not listening in, but I was on a Zoom call, and I was listening to the person talking, and they were saying, like, my, my emails have, like, dramatically increased obviously because you're taking like even just like those five minutes after meetings Mm -hmm. when you have a chance to just like kind of catch someone's ear and ask them like that quick question after a meeting you don't have those anymore everybody shuts off the zoom and you're done and then it turns into a like a a five chain email for that one five minute conversation that would have happened after a meeting so i didn't really think of that but i have noticed now more than ever like my emails I get so many emails in one day. I feel like I haven't done work is because I'm constantly trying to dig out of emails. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that does kind of make sense is that you're taking away like even those like little hallway interactions with people where you could have just got an answer within that quick little second and then it turns into email and then people are also busy so then you might not get a response within like three days. Like you just never know. Yeah. It's interesting though. So a phone call. I mean, I know, I know but the that's younger the generation thing. stays away from phones now. It's basically. not that. It's just that we have to use the office lines to call people. A lot of people don't, which I think is changing to cell phones. Like people are going to just start giving out their cell phone numbers. But usually what I'll have to do is call somebody's office line. They're not in their office. So then I have to leave them a voicemail. And then we have this like voicemail system that's set up and it sends you an email when you get a voicemail and you can listen to the voicemail on your email. So then you have to call back from that. Because I wouldn't, I don't regularly check my voicemail because not a lot of people like leave voicemails for me on my office phone. So every now and then I'll get like one random one and then I have to call that person back. It's just yeah. like, and then it does the same thing because they don't answer their office phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting. But you can also do these things now on like Microsoft Teams where you can like call people from that directly right. and you can see when somebody is like online. Available. Yeah. yeah. So that's helpful. That's pretty handy too. <sighs> you got to take the highs with the highs and the lows with the lows. It's been like a been ups and downs working from home. Right. I'm exa- it's like that Zoom exhaustion is real. You know? Oh, it does. It hits you. Yes. You know, I was on three calls today, three Zoom calls today. And by the end of the third one, I was mentally drained. Exactly. Absolutely. You just needed a break. Yes. From staring yeah. at the screen all the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Oh, my. But oh, it's getting better. I'm getting more used to That's it. That's right. Yeah. But again, you know, this, w- this too p- will pass. Exactly. Whether or not, you know, it's going to be sometime in 2020, midway through 2021, mm-hmm. or later in 21, who knows, but it will go. Yes, it will. And uh, but I do think back to the new normal. I know. That's the thing, the new normal. It's yeah. like I feel like it's never going to go back, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing Me too. for some things to stay the same. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think people have become more efficient now, which I feel like is great. Yeah. The like, biggest positive, like I said earlier, you know, I don't do Facebook, but mom does. And, mm-hmm. you know, she shows me some of the things on there, and it's really encouraging to see what I said earlier. It's all about the family reuniting and doing some fun things with the kids. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. You know, government, there's no room for government in the family. And it's really all about the family's responsibility to do the right thing. 
And if people got back to the basics on that, life would be good for everybody. I think you're so right on that one. And I, ha- I have to say, I have been seeing more families doing things, like just even going for hikes and whatever, going for walks as a family. Right. You see that all the time now. It's really nice to see. And I see kids riding their bikes everywhere now, too, I know, which I right? feel like I never yeah. used to see anymore. But you're so right. Yeah. It's all about the family structure. It is. And Lucy's oh. sleeping here right beside us. <laughs> he just woke around. <laughs> she did. got so spooked. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Uh, oh, she's God. coming around. She is. Well, what do you say? I think this is good. That was great. This is our second podcast. We appreciate you listening. Yes. And if you have any suggestions for anything that you want to hear, any topics, we'd love to hear. We're going to keep things light. We'll get into little little things here and there, but keeping it light. Keeping it light. That's right. Mm-hmm. If we don't hear any suggestions, then we'll take it upon ourselves. And <laughs> it'll be just like family style at a nice Italian restaurant. That's true. You get a little bit Whatever of this. Whatever comes to the table. Yeah, you want a little pasta, that, a meatball, a little yep. salad. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of food references on this podcast. Yes. Yep. Anything you want, we got it. We got it. All right. All right, gang. Well, Thanks for listening. Thank you, and we'll talk to you later. This is the podcast. <laughs> the low cast. The podcast. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's that one Watch more time. it. This is. This is Ozzy. And this is Lauren. And this is the low cast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>